Hello and welcome to Off the Rails. This is Larry. And that's Emily who's yawning. It's totally unprofessional on the microphone. Good thing I'm not getting paid. <laughs> Yet. Who knows what happens, right? Um, if you're first time listener, this is the uh, show where Emily and I talk about our lives and getting healthy and our lives together with our three animals and our small apartment and... Living the life of DDP yoga, eating healthy and organic, gluten free. Also competing in the new uh, totally or the DDPY positively unstoppable challenge 2021. So just to get started, uh, how was your week, babe? I don't really remember anything right now. You don't really remember anything. How, how's the week of workouts been? How are you feeling? Oh, <coughs> we're, we're 12 days into our DDPY journey with this Positively Unstoppable Challenge because um, from the time that we dropped off our podcast last year, which was in February, until two weeks ago, we stopped working out. We lost our motivation. We lost all of our progress. So we've been working at it, trying to get it all back. Obviously, it's not something that happens overnight. There's a lot of change that have to take place, food lifestyle-wise, emotional lifestyle, um, and just our daily activities. We have to become more active and less sedentary. And with all this going on, we have the pandemic, we have changes in our day-to-day, what we call the, uh, the new normal is the word they're using. I don't like that term. I've been active. You have not been active. I have an active job. I was not saying regarding work because when you're not working, you're not active either. I'm exhausted. Okay, <laughs> a bitch like legitly gets like fifteen thousand steps in one fucking day. That's great. Not everyone has the ability to have that. You said <coughs> we need to be more active. You. No, no, we both need to be more active because you still you. you still gained all your original weight back. That's because... That's because... No, 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 no. That's because cortisol, paranoia, stress, those are all, these are kind of, that's like the same little bubble here. And then also, I was trying to like work out all my food shit. And, like, mindfully eat and not restrict and learn a bunch of shit because doctor, like, the mindful eating fucking eating disorder course was, like, eat whatever you want. But that's not what they said. They said eat balance. But, like, I heard eat whatever you want. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's eat whatever we want. So, and if I'm left to my own devices, I'm going to have sugar and I'm going to have fat and I'm going to have salt because... My hormones are probably fucked up. But I did learn a lot of good things. Like, And I'm not seeing it, but during all that time, you still weren't working out on a daily basis like we were. You have to balance your work and your home life. You have to balance your work and your activity. You can't just rely on your work life physical attributes to be your exercise. There's Otherwise, you wouldn't see fat, overweight contractors. 
Yeah, I guess. Okay. I know plenty of guys that work construction that they swing hammers all day. They lift two by fours. They're putting up drywall. So, but they're still overweight. Why? Because they still go home after work and they drink a 12-pack oh, every night. Oh, you say they're alcoholics. Okay, but that addiction, we have our own addictions. We soothe with food and sugar and and junk food and fatty foods. How often at night do you do you tell me we're sitting there watching TV? I want something sweet. Okay, but that's because I've been conditioned my entire life that like after a meal you have something sweet. So that's been something I've had my whole life too. You have a dessert after dinner, which <clears throat> you know it wouldn't be so bad if you were eating dinner at five o'clock and you still had some more work to do afterwards. <laughs> which which when you really think about it, you go back to the eighteen hundreds and and earlier colonial days. That's how it worked. You got up at sunrise, you ate breakfast, your lunch was at noon, your your supper was at five, and from five to five to eight you're still out working the fields, you're still out milking the cows, you're still out collecting eggs. You're still working because you work sun up to sundown. So that's why supper existed. In our modern society, supper really doesn't have to exist. Honestly, yesterday, yesterday, the way that, like, okay, so I had my two clients during the day, and then I came home, and then we worked out, and then I got dinner, and then you lived your best life, and then I went and saw my last client of the day. I didn't get home until, like, 11, but... I'm glad we did it that way because could you imagine like okay so first of all another thing that like so you have to think about your body and your like okay so this is the whole thing about like craving something sweet after a meal at so there's like there's there's like your condition which is like what you're conditioned to as you grow up and all that bullshit. So like all your bad habits or good habits that your parents like inherited onto you that you learned. But then there's also the blood sugar thing. So like if you so say you have like a whole so like say you have a balanced meal, right? So there's protein, fat, and then carbs and then I don't know. That's pretty those are those are your protein, things. fat, fiber. Oh, yeah, but yeah. <coughs> Fiber is hugely important. Right, and so you, so essentially what happens is that you want to have, like, all of that, like, you want to eat it in a balanced way so that you have three, like, two to five hours of, like, stable blood sugar, and then you, then you have, like, another balanced snack, which is, like, a vegetable and a fat, right? Well, couldn't it be, like, an apple and a peanut butter? Even though there's sugars in apple, there's a lot of fiber no, yeah, in yeah. apple. No, no, no. Like, literally Because that would be a fiber, a fibrous fruit, natural sugars, and a fat. Right. Well, okay, so on my screensaver for the past, like, year, I had the screenshot specifically from the dietitian from the eating disorder class. Because she gave us, like, a, a visual, like, half a cup of this. Let me drink. It's fine. Poop. Oh. <laughs> so... So you have like a half a cup of half a cup of whatever, and then you have your fat, right? And so that that snack will sustain you until your next meal. And so that's the whole thing is is keeping your blood sugar stable enough so that you're able to make sound decisions. Because if you and your your brain runs off of fat, so that's the whole deal with that. But well, your brain also runs off sugar. It can run off both. It it oh, runs better off of fat, and we we've learned that 
<coughs> through our experiences with keto is no, 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 is no, no, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is like it functions off of like there's a whole there's a whole bullshit of like it actually like so like the omega threes and shit for brain health like that's what I'm talking about. I'm not right. talking about like because when you say fat, I think about bacon fat. No, I'm not talking that's about how bacon. My fat. brain goes. That, my brain is like. You're, oh, you want me to eat that? Dope. So Let me go get some so prosciuttos. You're, you're the, your brain thinks like how they describe all the bad ways to do keto. So when you look at a keto diet, you know, we, we tried keto. Right. And, you know, for the most part, I enjoyed the meals. But the thing people don't realize is keto is not a long-term diet. There are people that live their lives on it. And the, the, those of you that can maintain it, hats off to you. That's amazing. I don't see it as being something I can do. Aaron, our friend Aaron in Canada, he, he they're still going keto strong. No, 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 I know. But you have to realize, okay, so, like, a lot of those people that, like, can sustain those types of, like, those types of eating probably don't have, like, an emotional attachment to food. Right, there, there's something else involved. Because, or they're, like, super <coughs> logical people. But, like, me, I live my life in, like, this fucking emotional state. Where I wake up in the morning and I don't know if we're going to have, like, a fucking logical day or if we're going to have, like, an emotional day where I just need to, like, grab my big girl pants and try not to cry at Target. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I laugh every time you use that analogy. So uh, have I, I've never used that analogy before. I just. Not I, on the show. You've used it with me, though. I, no, I haven't. Yes, I you have. I've heard I you say it before. I literally, happens in target like my mom texted me today and she was like she was like oh are you off of work and i was gonna text her back and i was like i'm at this point trying not to pee my pants okay i'm trying to make it to the bathroom at some sort of place today okay i got a real low bar i'm just trying to get to my appointments relatively on time and then not pee my pants that would be great so what (laughs) what i was saying about keto is I think the documentary is called, what, The Magic Pill? Is the one we watched? <coughs> it talks about the ketogenic diet and how coconut oils and different fats function and, and they help your brain function. It's helped kids with autism and it helped kids with learning disorders. And It's a really cool documentary. I suggest taking a look at it if you're interested in keto diet. But the thing to remember is good fats versus bad fats. And, and they advertise now as, oh, you're doing keto, but you're doing it wrong because you're saying, oh, look, I can just eat bacon. And eggs, because that's a fat and protein. No, when they're talking about good fats, it's like, if you want to have, like, scrambled eggs or fried eggs, cook it in coconut oil. Okay, cook it in avocado okay. oil, because those are healthier oils. Um, and instead of having bacon with your eggs, have avocado with it. If you're going to have a gluten-free slice of toast, put avocado on it, because you're getting, yes, you are getting the carbohydrates that you can use if you're using a low-carb sourdough toast, and then you're adding fats to it. But you also need to combine certain vegetables. You need to make sure you're getting all your micronutrients. There's a lot to keto that people don't understand. They think, oh, I can just eat fat okay, and there's, protein. There's a lot. There's, there's, And it's it's all individual also. Because everybody's not body is different. And it's like, not something you jump into. It's something you research. No, there people jump into it all the time. It's I understand. It's January 1st of a whole right. brand new year. Like, literally, it, well, Chipotle came out with cauliflower rice. and It's technically was... January 10th, but when we're recording. Okay, well, the, <coughs> like I said, Chipotle came out with cauliflower rice. 
And the line was like a fucking block long. Right. So it's funny. You, you go to a store like Target right now, and they have their, what, is it, what do they call it? Their the trend spot. The, the trend spot. And every January, and we always laugh about it, because you walk in, it's all fitness apparel and workout gear and diet books. and. First of all, we only <sighs> laughed about it one time when we were I two. laugh about it every time I walk through Target, because I remember it. No. Yes. Well, it, only one time did I join in with you and not... Like, fucking want to burst into tears when I saw it. But, like, that time was because we were two years strong of, like, working out. And was, like, unshakable. I was like, I'm a fit bitch. I will beat you to death. Don't (laughs) fuck with me. You'll get there again, baby. I will fucking rip your skin off like a zipper. Like, that's that's how strong I'm going to be. Right? And I, like... (coughs) But, I don't know. Like, to... So, you know, that is, that is the time of year we're in. You know, January is the time where everyone's like, oh, it's time to get fit, time to get in shape, time to do this. New year, new me. And, and you know what? Fuck all that shit. You just have to make it 28 days. Because 28 days is when you make a habit. Like, in a, like, so you, again, you make that habit loop. And the habit loop is, so you have, like, your anchor statements. And then you have, like... Or your anchor appointments or whatever. Which is, like, I get home from work. <laughs> And then, and then, um, you know, shit should be set up, which is why I tell you that I'm on my way home, but only one time was it not, like, was it, like, only one time was it set up when it should have been set up all the time, that's why I tell you why I'm on okay, my way from you home. Okay, but you gotta remember, sometimes you tell me you're on your way from home, and I'm still working, and you still beat me home, and I haven't been able to leave my desk, because since I work from home... Yeah, but today was Saturday. I'm sorry. Today, you I I was trying to see if we could go do something right away afterwards because it was so close to you getting home. I wanted to get that taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. If we had worked out first, I wouldn't have been able to get that done. I would have had to run around in the morning to do it. Whatever it is. It's still got done. I know. I'm just telling you in the future. That's why I'm telling you why I'm on my way home. I don't care. That's why. That's why I'm like, hey. So I, I should translate. I'm on my way home to hey, get off your ass and set up the yoga gear. For real. No. Ten four, good buddy. No. That's how that shit should work. No. If I come home after a long ass day, that shit needs to be rolled out. If I've had a long ass day, you need to roll that shit out. And how many miles did you drive no. in one day? I don't care about the mileage. It's Zero. about the stress. How many people did you have to deal with? In face-to-face contact, zero. Don't care. How many phone calls do you have to get yelled at by people with? A lot. Mm -hmm. But in person. Mm -hmm. So it's worse. Chill. So, like, it it is January. It's a time of year where people try and reset their lives and uh, change the way they act and, and become better people or become healthier people. And, you know... <clears throat> as much as I want to commend people for wanting to change. What if, like, January 1st, people just were like, you know what, my New Year's resolution is become a worse person. Hey, you know what, I wouldn't put it past some people. They're living across the street from us right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, across the street from us, there's a homeless encampment, so we'll leave that to what you say. Um, but, but no, I mean, I'm all for people wanting to better themselves and change the way they do things, but why does it require... A new year to do it. 
okay, bitch, I literally fucking tell you this all the time. Like, I will literally get a hair up my ass on, like, Wednesday at four in the afternoon, and you'll be like, wait till Monday. And I'll be like, fuck off. I'm doing it now. And you'll be like, wait till Monday. Or I want to wait till this date. Or I want to, or this is prior. But I'm just saying, you, you are the person who is like, well, I just want to wait until this person. But let me tell you why that, that's fucked up. Is because then you get the last supper mindset where you have to like, so you usually end up like having a binge before you end up starting a new whatever. If it's like healthy. And so like that's the whole problem with like waiting until Monday or waiting until the first of the month or whatever. Because of the last supper mindset. You're like, I'm just going to get 17 cheese pizzas and eat the shit out of it and go into a fucking cheese coma. That sounds like something you'd do. Honestly, it's something I have done. Like, I straight up bought, I, like, I had $5 or something, or maybe I had, like, $8, I don't know, $10 or whatever, and I literally was like, I want fucking stuffed crust pizza, so I went and ate a fucking Little Caesar stuffed crust pizza to myself, and I ate half the pizza, but all the crust. <laughs> you know? And that's, and, the, and, that, that's and how I, we got here. <laughs> And, and I can't admit, I, I am the type where I like to start things in a certain cycle. I like to, to keep a uniformity to it. But I'm not sitting here saying, well, you know what? It, it's time to get healthy because it's January. I've been saying we need to get back on this for how long? And I've been complaining that I've been in pain. And I've tried to get back on it. And there was something that motivated us this time. Multiple times I was like, roll out your mat. And you literally looked at me, rolled your eyes, and you were like, yeah, roll out your mat. Because it felt like an, an attack. It, it wasn't an attack. It was just like a, okay, your mat's I, right there. I understand that, but it still felt that way. Because I wasn't mentally prepared to do it again. You know, but hey. The point is, here, now we're, we're doing here, it. We're here now. We've been here for 12 days. We have 16 more days to make it to 28, and then it's easy fucking, easy peasy. That shit will be, I mean, it will be weird now to stop, but because we're in that beginning, like, you that foundational 28 days where shit has to fucking, shit has to happen, and there right. has to be the same shit that happens to make that habit loop and make that shit stick. I mean, shit. I guess I have a fucking psychology degree in how the fuck people work now. <clears throat> so, we we do work out daily. Uh, I mean, we're not trying to kill ourselves with a workout, but getting on the mat, stretching, strengthening. We're also fucking hella big, dude. Like, Yeah, I, I hit the 400-pound mark again, and I'm pretty sure I'm past it because... Our scale says error when I get on it. I haven't weighed myself since then. I told you it was like in between 415 and 432. And then mine was like between 275 and like 285. Something like that. But, you know, what the fuck is that? What is he chewing on? I don't on? know. I'm swallowing now. Oh, Brandon. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Stop. No. No. We have a six-month-old pug that tends to eat anything he can put in his mouth. It's, a, it's that same shit that fucking Tiger got. It's like char from somewhere. Huh. 
<clears throat> Anyhow, it's being where where we're at. We, you know, with this positively unstoppable challenges, that was a motivational tool to get us to get active again. But in the long run, what really made me want to get active again is the fact that I can't cross my legs to put my shoes on. The fact that when I sit down, I can't sit comfortably. You know, the the fact that... I can't use my shoey. I either have to sit down to pee or drop my pants all the way down. No, no, no. I just want to be able to... Mm. I think that's the problem with the shoey is that, like, I can't get there. Comfortably. No, we're not humping my fucking arm. That's enough. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. For context, our six-month-old pug is trying to hump Emily's arm whenever he gets a chance. No, that's not happening. No. But anyways, <laughs> so like, there's a you know, so it's good that you, it's good that you got to that point. Ouch! God, fucking Jesus Christ! Stop it. You mean it's good that I got to the point where I was like, "Fuck it, it's time to fix it." Yeah, you had to get there to be where you're at now. You know and. And in the program, um, Dallas, he put together this thing called SmackDown. It's uh, it's how it's how you do your goals. It's specific, measurable, achievable, compatible. Keep going, do it right, uh, own it, write it now. And what it is? It's a series of statements, and you answer them based on those, you know, act- actions. Um, and I have it up on our refrigerator here for me to see it every day because I sit here in our kitchen where we're recording right now, which is also where I work from, and I can see the pictures of where I was compared to where I am. Um, and it, it's it's drastic. Um, to steal a, a phrase from our friend Kristen, it's drastic, y'all. Um, I, I gained almost more than all my initial weight back. And it, it, that, that was very depressing. Um, I didn't let that get me down. I just decided it's time to keep moving. Because a lot of people would have just wallowed in that and said, screw it, I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that would have happened either way. But part of what's keeping me going is the fact that you're still keeping going and you're, you're doing the workouts with me. Yeah. You know, uh, before there were so many times when we would work out where we just end up in a competition and doing that I don't think was helping us. No. But I mean I mean competition can be a good thing in some respect. I just don't think competition in this avenue works. Well, you're always going to get a higher calorie burn cuz you're older and you're a dude and you're you weigh more than me and I'm always going to be more flexible than you because you're naturally more flexible than me. Yeah. I'm I guess I'm secretly a rubber band. <laughs> like you're always gonna be able to do the splits. I'm probably never gonna be able to do the splits. Honestly, I can't do it on my left side. Like my left side there's something about my left side. Ow, bitch, damn! Fucking bit my skin. <laughs> yeah, he does that. God, can I live? Can I live? You really fucking I feel like I'm bleeding. Damn. <laughs> you're not bleeding. I got fucking Yeah, I am looking at such Look, a red mark. Side is fucked, so I can only take out on my right side. But like, I could fucking 
we watch Prometheus and the guy rolls up and he's got his legs thrown over his 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 shoulders. I could do that. Can't do it right now, but I can do it with my right side. Can't do it with my left side. Hey, at one point I was able to do it. You could never. Do I, there's that. a picture of it. Okay, but the one side. I'm talking about both fucking no, no, sides. No, no, it's only his, one side. His cooch was on the back of his own neck. His cooch. Yeah, or his gooch. His cooch. He don't have a cooch. He's got a you gooch. You don't know if he had a cooch or not. Did you see his ween? Did you see his stuff? No. You don't know if he's got a cooch. You don't know if he's got a gooch. So Everyone's got a gooch. It's the area between the front part and the back part. It's also known as the taint or the kazifit. No, bitch. You Because it ain't the ball. It taint the balls. It taint the asshole. You know why they call it the kazifit? Because if it isn't there, your guts are on the floor. Baby. Baby Jesus. Mm. You best chill. Slow your whole entire roll. It's way too rolly, okay? <laughs> way too rolly. You cat is wow. barfing. Oh, good lord. Uh, see, here on Off the Rails, we just let everything fly and you hear everything that goes on. We just have a fucking zoo, dude. We have three animals. We have... Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, hold the fuck on. In relative space, right? We're gonna talk... Okay, so, like, the San Diego Zoo, right? They have how many animals? I don't know. Thousands. Hundreds, right? But how many fucking square feet do they have? Oh, thousands. thousands. So in relative square feet, they probably have like one animal per 500 square feet. No, 500 square feet, they probably have three chimps in here. Okay, bitch. We got five no. chimps in this bitch. No, we've got two chimps and two and three small animals. Okay, but same. So we, we've got an 18-year-old cat who's incontinent and eats whatever he wants and pukes everything up and just creates a mess all the time and, and then sleeps. Uh, we've got a three-year-old cat who's currently in heat and doesn't know when to just go away sometimes. No, she doesn't have to go away. She just hides under the couch. <laughs> and then we've got a six-month-old pug who just wants to be in the middle of everything. Yep, wants to fuck everybody up. And then we've got We've got all this in 500 square feet. Right. So, like I said, just like the whole thing with the fucking people who, like I said, there's a whole thing with, like, yeah, that guy lost 500 pounds, but if you think about it, he really only lost, like, I don't know. I'd have to figure out his percentage exactly, but... I think you're talking about Justin Dobbins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he so went for seven, he he lost like 400 pounds. Yeah. Um, he was 700 pounds when he started, and he's in, down in the 300s. No, he's in. Was it? Is it? Is it 30? Yeah, it's 297. Okay. 700. Just looking up, uh, see if I can find his actual information here. If you don't know who we're talking about, look up on YouTube DDPY Justin Dobbins and his 400 pound transformation. Okay. Okay, so he lost 58% of his body weight. Okay. He lost what? 58% of his body weight. Yeah, but when you see pictures, 
I mean, and again, this is. Not I mean, put, he's like uh, eight feet tall. Yeah, he's a big dude. He he's Native American. He is a big mother effer. Um, and, and this is nothing against Justin. I I've talked with him a few times. He's a really nice guy. Um, I have no ill will towards him, but he he was big. I mean, look at these pictures here. Okay, so look at it. if I lost that much weight in relative to my size right now, I would be 142 pounds, which would put me in a normal body weight range for my height. So that's what I'm saying. So the reason why it's like so fucking crazy is because it's 400 pounds. But you have to realize where you start in relic. So like that's why I say percentage. Right, but people people want to hear that pound word. They don't want to. Right. No. No. no they I don't, know. They don't want to hear. Okay. Oh, I've lost 58 percent of my body weight. Because they're like, oh, well, how much did you weigh? Twenty, you know? Yeah, no, I know, I, 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 totally get it. Because in in like everybody's heads, like there's like the whole like pounds and stuff like that. So yeah, because I was and, down 120 pounds at one point. Right, but and 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 you have to realize that people always put it into their into like so in their body, right? So if you're talking to someone who normally weighs 150 pounds, and you or 130 pounds for fuck's sake. And you're like, yeah, I lost 120 pounds. They're going to be like, fuck, that's me at 10 pounds. Okay? So that's the whole thing. It's like, when, so that's, it's, it's, it's all See, relative. That, that's like me saying, look, he lost me. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's, it, he, he did quite a huge transformation. No, but, no, 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 I'm not saying But he, totally he like I said, but... he is a tall dude. He is, like, to me, he almost looks too thin here. For his build. And I'm not saying... Again, I'm not shaming Justin. I'm not saying he... Okay, but a lot of it... Okay, so you have to realize that, like, when when people... So you'll end up looking like this, too. And then... I already did. No, you no, can no, see no, one no, of my no, pictures. No, no, no. no, no. But, you, but see how you look, like... So when you look at people who are, like, really morbidly obese and they lose a significant amount of weight in a relatively quick period, they look deflated. Yeah. So if you look at someone who has gastric, like any sort of like weight loss surgery and they haven't had, so like say they haven't had surgery to like fix their skin or if they're, if they're, you know, if they're going to have skin surgery or whatever, that's the whole thing is that people, they just, they look deflated until they have skin surgery or if they do or they don't, you know, there's a whole thing. So it's just, I mean, like I said, it is, it's amazing. It's crazy. But it's that whole thing of, like, it's diet mentality where you're looking for, like, that pound thing. You know what I mean, if that makes sense? Yeah, every, everyone's looking for the pound, the number. They Yeah, how many pounds did you lose? How many kilograms did you lose? How many stone did you lose? Like, how much... Well, that, that's the other thing, too. Is Not only is he going through doing the, the diet and <coughs> doing the, <coughs> the workouts, but he's also going through and he's doing the mental side of it. He he's actually going through and doing the, uh, the therapy on it. Mm-hmm. So he he's not just because that's what that's what a lot of people fall on is is not they, there's actually a syndrome that they talk about where when you lose too much weight. I mean, there's like a couple different types. So there's like there's like body dysmorphia. There's well, like, yeah, I know he has a hell. I suffered from that because the body dysmorphia. If we go into that for a second. That's where, no matter how much weight you lose, you still see the bigger person. You don't see the progress you've made. Or, 
you see too thin of a person or you don't see what's accurate. It's a layman's term way of saying it. I, she's shaking her hand at me and getting all snotty I like mean, she's gonna, like she's about to whip my head off. I said in layman's terms, giving a basic understanding of it, that that is what body dysmorphia is. It, you see the old you instead of who's currently there. No, no, you just you see somebody you don't want to see, or you you know what I mean. Like there's a there's a you you it's a whole it's a whole it's just, it's again it's very individual. That's part of why I want to do my haircut and my beard trim. Because I want to see someone different in the mirror. Yeah, it's going to have to be like... So, like I like I said, I'm in. I'm at the 400 pound rate. I don't know my actual weight right now because, A, I, I'm scared to step back on our scale. I need to go use like an industrial scale somewhere and see if I've gotten below the 400 before I step back on this one. Um, but... When I look at myself in the mirror, I just see my driver's license picture. And I don't like that picture. Like, if we could redo our wedding pictures, I would almost want to. Yeah. Like, if we could ever afford to throw a, a really big wedding reception and, and be at the weight we wanted to be at, mm -hmm. I would love to do that. Because even though we had our fun Vegas wedding... You know, and we we had a pretty cool place, you know, and we got some pretty cool pictures. I just, I don't like how I look in them. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm dressed head to toe in black because I'm too big to wear a white shirt because I look like a goddamn whale. And I just, can I help you? No. He's broken. <laughs> Our, our pug is trying to keep our attention. <clears throat> so, I mean, when I, when I, I mean, look at this. I look like that again. No. Yeah, I do. No. You still, no, you don't look like that. Your face isn't as poofy. Oh, I, I, I see that in the mirror. And that's why I want my hair cut. That's why I want my beard trimmed. So I don't see that in the mirror anymore. So I see someone different. I need to see something drastically different from what I am. Yeah. No, I get it. So, you know, th things when you, you get into your health and when you get into doing things to better you, you have to do what's going to make you feel better. Right. You know, like, I know, I know that I could, you know, go buy cookies and I'd enjoy the hell out of them and eat them, but I know that in a couple days, the swelling... <laughs> And the aggravation caused by the gluten and the excess salts is going to cause me more pain than it's worth. Yeah. So that that's how, like, when you were saying, when we went to the store last night, you wanted to get some ice cream. And yes, you got good ice cream. You got cashew milk ice cream. And it was gluten-free. You know, so... It was you, cookie dough, and you can never find gluten-free cookie dough So ice cream. you found a good, healthy option. Even though it's a sweet, even though it's a treat that we shouldn't necessarily be having... You found a healthier option, which I'm proud of you. And it's the beginning. I told I, you. This. I understand that, but you, you, I, let me make my point, Go please. Ahead. So you, you found an option. My problem is, I wouldn't have made the healthy choice last night if I bought something, and I had to choose to abstain because I would have gotten a bag of cookies. I would have eaten the whole goddamn bag of cookies because my control isn't there yet. So what would I rather focus on eating too much of? Romaine lettuce. 
she looks at me funny because when I make myself a salad, what I do is I take a heart of romaine and I will basically, while it's still on the stalk or still on the heart, I'll cut it, you know, three times to, you know, make six flares and I'll chop it. And that's my base of my salad, a whole heart of romaine. And I'll add olives in it, I'll add whatever, you know, toppings we have for it. You know, where she, she'll pick out eight, nine, ten really good leaves and trim them and cut them. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I would rather have more of that if I can. But I also have a, like, my stomach is smaller than yours is Correct. too. Because I don't, there are, da- there are days where I don't eat a whole lot. Like, I'll just have, like, my breakfast. And then, like, today I won't be able to eat until I get home. So I have my breakfast at, like... And then, like, 8 a.m., which was, like, two cauliflower fucking pancakes with some vegan cheese on it. Which, Trader Joe's, thank you for those. Those cauliflower pancakes are freaking amazing. Did you have some? No, I've had them before. Good, don't touch my fucking pancakes. (laughs) You hear this? You hear this? I'm, I'm a, Those are know, my fucking breakfast. I had uh, to stand in a fucking hour line outside of Trader Joe's here. I will, I will shank a bitch. <laughs> I might eat them in the middle of the night. I will shank a whole bitch. Go ahead, bitch. It takes fourteen whole minutes to make it, so suck a dick. I will fucking find you. <laughs> She'll wake up from the smell of them cooking. <laughs> but. No, that's the whole thing, and, like, I won't, so I had my breakfast, and then I didn't get home, and then I had some, like, gluten-free little crackers when we went on our errand, and then I didn't eat until dinner, so that's the whole thing, is, like, there's a little bit, there's just little things that I have, like, that I do, so. You know, I mean... Eating can be one of the difficulties, and eating on a schedule and a regimen, that, that is very difficult. I mean, I'm in the fortunate grouping of people that I, I work from home. So I'll get up, and I'll make my breakfast right before I start working, and I can, my first 20 minutes of the day, I can work, and I can be eating my breakfast. You know, I have my coffee pot right here, so I can have my coffee as I need it. But I'll have my breakfast, and then when I, you know... When it's time for lunch, I can either go grab something if I really wanted to get out of the house, or I just, I'm in the kitchen anyway, so I just make my own. Just roll over there. I didn't roll over there. I'll, I'll, you know, I try not to be that lazy. I'll get up, I'll walk over there, I'll cook something, you know, and it gives me an opportunity to make a fresh meal every day at lunch. Yeah. So, um... I don't know how many people out there get that opportunity. I know a lot of us are working from home right now with the pandemic. Um, you know, not not everyone is an essential employee that ha- has to go into their office every day. Um, I am not one of those. I, 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 like I said, when I changed jobs, I, I got the best of it. I got to stay here and work from home, uh, which is which is good because now I'm here in case the dog has an issue. I'm here in case there's a delivery. I'm here in case the landlord wants to come and fix the gate. If he ever does come and fix the gate again. <laughs> oh, I hit a nerve. It's okay. It was only it's it was only fixed for like a month, so it's fine. It wasn't even a month. It was like two weeks. No, it was a couple days. 
Yeah, something like that. And then one of our tenants broke it. But, you know, it's... We, we get... <clears throat> we get in these modes where we want to <coughs> make sure everything about our aspect is better. But I think it's better for us to focus on one thing at a time. Right. Because you, so that's the whole thing. Because, like, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. And if you want to think of something, so, like, that's why in the beginning, until this 28 days is over with the working out, until we establish this hardcore habit loop that can't be broken. You want to just focus on, like, trying to eat healthy, right? So whether it was, you know, eliminating gluten or eliminating gluten and dairy, but, like, still having lax requirements about it while this 28 days is being built in its foundation. And then once that happens, then you can get a little more, little, you can get a little bit more restrictive. But you understand what, how I, like... The reason why you don't want to get too restrictive is because if you get too restrictive, then in your mind, as soon as you tell yourself you can't have it, then it'll become something taboo, and then you won't be able to... It just... When you do allow yourself to have it, you binge, and so it, it starts this whole cycle. And so, like, that's what this last year and a half for me was, was, like, getting out of this whole binge-eating cycle. And I, I can understand what you're saying there, but the the aspect I'm, I'm looking at it from, it's not telling me... No, you can't have us because gluten is bad. I'm saying, you know, I could probably go ahead and eat a piece of gluten bread or tortilla or something. I'd be mm-hmm. okay. But I don't want to do that because I don't want to lead myself down that road saying it's okay here and there. Because I know it's not about it being a taboo thing. I know it's not, it's not beneficial for me. I know what the difference of how I feel with and how I feel without gluten in my food. Right, and it's all about making... Little, little, little changes over a long period of time and staying consistent. And then that's what's going to provide you with sustained weight loss for a long term. Because, because going gluten-free isn't that hard. No. There's a lot of gluten-free breads out there. There's a lot of gluten-free options. So that's not a difficult one. You just have to be mindful about your, your shopping. I, I've even found, you know, there are cookies. There's Quest makes the their protein cookie, which is gluten-free. Right. <coughs> <coughs> There's, and it's amazing how many different things you have to watch for gluten because uh, standard soy sauce has gluten in it. Well, yeah, because it's made from soybeans, and soybeans are gluten-free. Exactly. So you use tamari or gluten-free soy sauce. There's There are gluten-free options for almost everything on the market. So that's an easy one. Switching to non-dairy, to, to cow-free dairy. That it wasn't that hard. There's oat milk, there's flax milk, there's almond milk, there's cashew milk. You know, there's all sorts of different types of milks and creams now. And uh, So Delicious is doing heavy creams, and they're doing coconut milk whipped cream in the can now. They're do- they have all these options for you as far as alternative food lifestyle creamers and milks. So that, I think, is very... And they even now have oat milk butter. That stuff is delicious. Yeah. I, I really like it on a good toasted sourdough. It's really good. It's really good. I'll toast Because that shit's separated. That That's because you left it out all day. Well... You, you literally got up after I was working. You ate your toast... 
I finished. I was working. I went out there at lunch, and the, the butter was still sitting out there in the living room. Well, shit happens. So, I mean, but making these decisions, that that's why when I look at, oh, I want something to snack on, but I, I know having a sugar spike right now won't be good for me. So I want to watch what I'm going to put into me. Do I really, and then I have to decide, do I really need it? Do I really want it? Or is it just, you know, because convention says I can do it. You know, the social convention says you can have dessert at night. Do I really need it? Well, it's all, again, again, it's all individual. So Right, like, I'm not trying to say I have the answers for everyone. I'm saying what's working for me and what's, what's helping me with it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just letting you know that I have a year, two years of extensive binge eating research, personally, under my belt. And one thing I will say, I think that's, one of the biggest helps is drinking water. Um, Dallas will say it. I, I think everyone that, that's uh, health-minded will tell you is keep yourself hydrated. Um, that's probably the most important thing you can do. Um, water keeps you fuller longer. It helps you process a lot more when you, di when you digest. Okay. <clears throat> so... Um, I'm up to drinking about 112 ounces a day. Today was tough for me because I got out of bed a lot later than I would have normally. Um, had a lot of errands to run. I ended up drinking an energy drink, energy drink while I was out and about. Which, mind you, when I drink an energy drink, I'm not drinking a regular monster. I am drinking sugar-free, um, usually either a rain or a bang. But those still aren't the best thing for you to be having. Um, the other thing is Coke Zero, because that, that's what we got hooked on with soda, is having a lot of Coke Zero around, we started drinking it, and we started allowing it. Okay, again, restrictive. You don't uh, want to affect, you don't want to change too much at once. You can't cut caffeine, and you can't go on a fucking thing. I, I understand that, and that's why I'm not sitting there saying... I'm not going to have it at all. I'm just going to try and eliminate where I can. Yeah. If I can sit here and, you know what, I'm thirsty, I'm going to have water instead of another soda. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You know, there was a few days I didn't have any energy drink and any sodas and I was fine. But there was a couple of days where I needed that energy drink in the mid-afternoon. I was tired. You know, today when I had my lunch, I'm like, you know what, I really want the soda. So I had a soda. But what I do to help me from, that, that's actually been helping me from just continuing to drink them, is I leave them in the cabinet, I don't put them in the fridge, and I put them in a, a to-go cup mm -hmm. with ice. Mm -hmm. So it makes me feel like I got it at the restaurant. Oh, I'm out. Toss it. I'm done. Yeah. It, it's, it's the mind, it's the tricks you play in your mind to help you through these issues. It's just like when, in nutrition classes... They tell you, put your food on a smaller plate. It helps you adjust your portions down. It's the same concept, just applied differently. Yeah. So, if, if sorry if there's not a cold soda in the fridge, 
But that's where my mindset is. Honestly, it's like 40 fucking degrees in here. Last thing I want is a cold fucking soda. <laughs> I had to wrap my fucking thing. I had to wrap my... I woke up at the fucking ass crack of dawn today to get to my first Ass sweat. crack of dawn. What time did you get up? You're cruising for a fucking hour, <laughs> bitch. So, to her, an ass crack of dawn is eight. Bro, it was 30 fucking degrees outside. It was not 30 it was degrees. It was freezing. If it was going to rain, it was going to fucking snow. A, we're too low in the atmosphere to snow. Two, okay. Don't tap God, dude. He fucking fuck you. It is. It is twenty twenty one. I mean, so, you, you never know what's gonna happen. You know, it was so cold this morning that I literally had to wrap a paper towel around my drink so that I could fucking hold it because I couldn't find koozies. Oh, I should have got what I saw at the store for you today. What did it say? Shut the fuck up. No, it's it's either comes in camo or plain black, but it's koozies. That PopSocket is making. The koozie is made by PopSocket, so the PopSocket's built into the koozie. I look like it for my phone. My phone makes my pinky go to sleep. Well, then use it, don't use it on your pinky. Use it here. No, when I have my phone, like, without a PopSocket. Like, oh, because you're doing that? Yeah. No, but I'm saying, they make can koozies with a PopSocket in it. No, I have to hold it. You hold the, the can is fucking hand size. The fuck? I guess if you're a fucking child. I should have gotten one for you just to get the reaction from you with handling it. Oh my God. <coughs> that was part of today's adventure is I, uh, I had to, I'm in the process of selling my uh, classic car. And the one thing I couldn't find in anything in our house is a goddamn USB flash drive. I used to have like 30 of these things. Well, they're a thing of the past. Well, you still need them when you go places like FedEx Kinko's to print. No, you just email it. Sometimes. This one required that you have a flash drive or an original document. Whatever. You know? So it's... So, and it's amazing how cheap they've gotten. Eight ninety nine for 64 gigs. Again... Old, like it's like literally walking in there and being like, "Can I get a floppy disk?" Literally. Wow, trying to make me feel old. Thanks. I'm just telling you, like, li- for real, <laughs> for real. Literally, if you went out on the street and showed it to somebody, somebody'd be like, "Oh shit, is that a vape?" You'd be like, "No, dude, it's a flash drive." Now they're gonna come out with vapes that have flash drives built into yeah, them. Yeah, pre- they already do. <clears throat> well, it's just like there was some kid that not too long ago, he saw his dad had a bunch of uh, three and a half inch floppy disks, and his dad, his kid's like, "Oh, cool! You three D printed the save icon." He didn't know that that's actually what it is. It's a disk, you know. Um, it's things like that always happen. I mean, how many kids you don't know know how to write a check? Yeah. Or go to the post office. Whatever. I got people for that, motherfucker. No, you don't. I have you, bitch. Oh, fuck you. I don't know how to go back. I don't go to the post office. I've asked you to go to the post office. I don't know how many times. I don't go to the fucking post office. What don't you understand about? I do not go to the fucking post office. When I was growing up, we had a guy that would come to the house, and he would hang out with my dad, and then he'd just give him all the packages, and then he would go. That was the mailman. But, like, they would hang out in the garage for, like, a half an hour, and then they would, then the guy would leave. Probably smoking. 
but probably that's exactly your what your uncle was probably out there with him. No, it was my dad. This was in Northern California. My uncle was in Northern oh. California. So, you know, so that's what happens. So. Oh my God, it's. But hey. You know, I I look at how working from home has changed how I work and thinking about the whole um, distance learning that kids are going through. We're going to have way more doctors now. And how, well, and the other problem is, is how teachers didn't know how to do distance learning. They had to figure it out as they went. You know, we, we have our friend Sarah, who's got three kids, and she had to figure out distance learning. You know, I have coworkers who have kids and they're doing the distance learning while they're at work. And so they're right next to their kid who's on a conference call for school and they're on a conference call for work. You know, I I just. This whole situation, I I really want. I, I really hope we don't end up in a in an existence where schools are permanently distance learned. I, I really think that's that would actually be detrimental to our society. I, I think kids thrive in an environment where they can be around other kids. No. They, they need the social interaction. Yeah, but I don't know. All it did was think, brought, it, brought, it just brought me anxiety, so. Think, think about having a society of Sheldons. You know. Not necessarily smart, just socially awkward. Like, like my friend John. Yeah. You know. I love John, but, you know. Yeah. You're, you're, it's just one of those things where you don't necessarily want to have society change to that aspect. And with what's going on politically and what's going on socially, we might be heading towards that. And it, it scares me. Well. Luckily, you don't have to think about it because we don't have any kids right now, so. I, I wouldn't know if I'd want to have kids right now. The dog's enough of a kid as it is. For real. Although, he did have fun at the dog park today. Yeah. So. But, I, I think we're wearing down, we're wrapping it up, um... This is it. We're two weeks into January, and we're we're gonna keep up with the weekly shows. Um, we're trying to figure out what day is gonna work best to make sure we get a show out on a specific day. I know a lot of people upload on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, however, you know we're off the rails. We go whenever we want. <laughs> just just if if you uh, if you like the show, subscribe to your different podcast carrier. Um, also, make sure you check out our sponsor. I didn't mention them earlier. Is KK's Creations. Um, you can check them out on Facebook. Uh, KK's Creations. Just search it on Facebook. Um, that you can do at KK's Creations twenty twenty. Uh, she does custom apparel, custom T shirts, custom plaques, um, anything you want. You can contact her, get a quote, let her know that. Off the Rails podcast with Larry and Emily sent you over there. She'll, she'll get you a good deal. Um, they do welcome signs for your front porch. They do, I'm um, looking at this hoodie she made for someone that's got a, like, you remember the hamster from those Kia Soul commercials? Yeah. Carrying a tattered U.S. flag. You know, it's 
She anything you can think of, you know. Here, here's one that's perfect for me. Fact check: Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You know. I mean, luckily it's not Christmas now, so. So, but yeah, check her out. She she does amazing work. I mean, from masks to hats to water bottles, uh, plaques for your your front door. She does Christmas ornaments, anything and everything you want to customize. She'll figure out a way to do it. Give her a check out again. It's KK's Creations at KK's Creations twenty twenty on Facebook. But with that said. Um, go ahead and give us a line, drop us a, a subscribe, a like, um, who knows, maybe we'll have some apparel coming out that you can get through KK's Creations soon. Um, and we look forward to hearing back from you. If you hit us up on our social media, just check it out on our webpage, um, and our email. And if you have any questions for us, we'll be glad to reach out to you, uh, through the podcast and let you know. But, uh, with all that being said, have a wonderful week. And we will catch up with you next week. Bye.